This podcast contains swear words. Hello and welcome to Talking Shit with Tara Cheyenne, a podcast about art making, creativity, not giving up, and living well in the process. And in this time of COVID-19, that is perhaps more difficult than ever. There is isolation, uncertainty, and fear. Art making is more important than ever. I'm coming from the perspective of a performing artist, but the themes and issues discussed here apply to all of us, whether we consider ourselves artists or not. Life is a creative act. I'm your host, Tara Cheyenne Friedenberg, a choreographer, actor, dancer, writer, and educator living on the unceded ancestral territories of the Musqueam, Tsleil-Waututh, and Squamish nations on the west coast of Canada. In this episode, I'm going to share with you an interview with my very good friend, Kim Stevenson. Kim is a dance artist, educator, and the owner of The Happening, a fantastic dance school in East Vancouver. She is truly a sparkle snack. And I'll also share with you notes from the studio, which is now the the studio, the bedroom studio, what I'm up to, what I'm thinking about, how my art making is going or not going, some things that are truly not working. Notes from the Bastudio or the Badudio. I feel like Bastudio might be a touch better. Not really sure. So right now I am both totally rejecting and trying to accept the current reality, which is I can't really work anywhere except my bedroom, which is not super big at all. I have about maybe four by five space to dance, maybe more if I dance on the bed. And it is some days almost impossible. And that is really irritating for me. I am coming up against the fact that I am a control freak. I use scheduling and work sessions to feel like life is kind of normal. It's not normal, let's face it. But um, intellectually, I can face it. Emotionally, it's not working so well. I have talked about in previous episodes the micro rehearsal, the maybe like dancing to one song, the maybe writing for five, 10 minutes. And for some of us, that's super possible. We can fit it in. And for others, that's it's not going to happen or it's just not working. We need more time. So I'm really having having a struggle with this um, and letting go of projects, of ideas that happened or were started before yield a COVID global crisis came down. Um, and this is interesting to think about, and I'm sure a lot of us are thinking about it or grappling with it. 
And there's this word going around the pivot. Are you going to pivot your company? Are you going to pivot your project? Um, step ball change, turn, 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 kick, pivot, 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 and pirouette, jump, and hit the wall. Yes, hit the wall. That's what I'm doing. I'm hitting the wall. So my project, the body project, which I started in my, you know, started conceptualizing this piece about uh, female and non-binary body image and physical identity a couple of years ago. It takes a few years for me to do the research, think, try things out, do lots of interviews, get a piece kind of cooking. And before this hit, it was, I was like two thirds of the way there. I kind of, you know, I'd gone through the really sticky middle, I don't know what this is anymore part, kind of coming out the other side, got some very clear images, some works in progress, sharing is coming up, and the premiere. Super excited. Then this came down. And I fought for uh, the last three months with like, well, yeah, well, maybe we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. And it'll be, it'll, it'll look different. It'll, uh, maybe it's a solo. Is it a solo? Is, are we working with screens? And while all of these things, these ideas are, are valid, what's really challenging is that all this momentum that happened before COVID hit, turning that around, pivoting that takes a huge amount of energy. And I'm finding it really difficult. My brain just doesn't want to, my, not even my brain, my creative kind of soul <laughs> doesn't want to. I keep kind of fighting it. So I'm at this point where, where I'm like, okay, well, do I stop fighting and simply say, this is on hold because the images, the way the piece wants to live does not fit with how we need to do performance right now. It can live partially in the digital world, but ultimately it would be a huge sacrifice to not do it in the theater the way I want to do it. So do I then just say, all right, it's on hold and work on something else or other ideas that can be accomplished with the protocols, the safety protocols, the physical distancing that we have to deal with right now? Do I embrace being digital right now? Which I'm a performing artist. I, I work on stage with or in the studio with, with you, like seeing, hearing, feeling. So the digital world, well, it's super interesting. It's not my first language. And I think a lot of us performing artists are having a hard time right now with the idea that we need to all of a sudden be filmmakers. We're not filmmakers. Maybe some of us are. I mean, I make films, but with my wonderful filmmaker friend, Alison Beta, Amuse Productions, I'll put those in the notes. She's amazing, but I'm not a filmmaker. So thinking in film, thinking on screen is different. And that's okay. That's okay. It's okay to be up against these obstacles you know, necessity is the mother of invention, as they say. So there's that whole side of it. Embrace it. We're all in the same boat, more or less, where we have to reinvent. 
Which brings me to the what is really not working. So last episode, I shared with you some things that are working. And some of them continue to work. And some of them worked for like a couple days and then... Um, Okay, so here's a a partly tongue-in-cheek, partly for real list of things that are not working right now. Okay, so making a schedule and then honing the schedule and being super specific about what happens at what moment during the day and really sticking to that. Nope, still a pandemic. Okay, Um, getting dressed wearing real clothes, maybe doing my hair, some makeup, mm, getting ready for the day. Nope, still a pandemic. Um, Paying close attention to what I'm putting in my mouth and not going into the kitchen constantly to eat chips. No, God, still a pandemic. Okay, Um, sourdough bread. Using sourdough bread starter to try and make a loaf of sourdough bread. Oh my God, I'm Captain Kirk. Um... Oh my God, still a pandemic and the sourdough bread really didn't work. And I'm going to have to just throw out the stinky starter. Um, measuring my waistline. Still a pandemic. Um, phoning my friends, talking to my friends on Zoom, having a Zoom party, maybe a Zoom cocktail party. I've not done that anyway. That would still be a pandemic. Uh, going to bed on time, pandemic. Watching all of The Office from beginning to end. Shit super enjoyable, still a pandemic. So anyway, there you go. That's my quick list on the things that are not working. And a quick reminder to like, rate, and share this podcast. And if it is within your means, please donate. Even a small amount makes a huge difference. You can go to terrashyann.com, upper right-hand corner, and click Donate or we'll have the link in the show notes. There's a lot of great art out there right now that you can access pretty easily. There's also some really great art that is taking us out of the screen. And I want to give a shout out to New World Theater's pod plays, which come out mid-June. And it's a way to experience some really fantastic playwriting, really fantastic performances, walking with your earbuds in, in real life in Vancouver. So if you're in Vancouver, please check that out. It's really worth it. And I think it's worth exploring all these different ways that we're sharing art. I'll put that for sure in the show notes. And now my interview with the Kim Stevenson. I have known Kim for over 10 years. She first worked with me as an intern on my piece, Highgate, which was Victorian death. And she is just, these are her words, sparkle snack. Oh my God, there's such a sparkle snack. She literally is a sparkle snack. She is so positive and so energetic. She just bubbles. She just like makes my heart sing. She's also super funny. She's also an amazing dancer. She's trained with Hofe Schechter, Batsheva. She went to SFU. She's danced for me. She's danced for Serge Benethan, Kokoro, many, many great people. And she is perhaps the best teacher I've ever encountered and she loves it. 
Oof, she loves it. Her studio, The Happening, in East Vancouver is a joy. And right now, she's rocking the virtual dance studio. And if anybody can do this, Kim Stevenson can do this. I'm here with the Kim Stevenson. Um, dancer, creator, teacher, owner of The Happening Dance School, the only place to dance in Vancouver. Um, I will post your bio um, and relevant links to The Happening and to Kim Stevenson in the show notes. Um, Thank you for talking to me today. Of course. I'm excited. I was excited to see you. I know. I was really, really excited to see you. <laughs> it's so, this is all so weird. <laughs> this is all so weird. So how's it going? How's it going? This is, I don't know. Is this, I stopped counting the weeks. Is this week eight of pandemic time? Something like that? Well, I consider it week six for me because it came in the middle of spring break for the happening. So I don't really count those two weeks. Um, right. That we are supposed to be spring breaking. Supposed to be. I mean, yeah. I mean, I felt like I had to start planning my virtual business immediately yeah. um, once spring break hit. Did you start planning right away? Uh, like, no, I was pretty resistant. To yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. And tired. I was tired. I look forward to a spring break. And at that time, I didn't, I didn't really know the capacity of this. So I really thought, um, we wouldn't be, we wouldn't be out for this long in, in initially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we had, uh, we had a big competitive show on the 12th, which, um, was the Thursday. Yeah. And that was even like, we were very lucky to do that because it was just kind of the start. That's right. Um, and yeah, which I even said in my speech to the kids, this might be, who knows, it could be the last time we do these pieces. And sure enough, I think it definitely is going to be. Um, and then I, we moved like, so then I was on moving, we moved on the 15th. Um, so we were just like packing, like doing it. And then, um, by Monday I was supposed to start a spring break camp. And so in the middle of my move, I'm trying to orchestrate a formal email that we should probably cancel our spring break camp or just even, you know, when you're moving, I, I didn't even know how big this was getting. Um, so my, my amazing administrator, Bree, helped me decide that we should cancel. So within like, you know, not even 24 hours, we canceled our, our camp. Um, but yeah, then I kind of, I, at first I just was like, I just couldn't even handle everything that I felt like I needed to do to, to right. change my business model overnight, you know? Yeah. Um, so I let it go. I, I, there's other things we had to do. I mean, I felt busy with the business over spring break anyway. Um, we usually launch our whole next season, April 1st. So, but yeah, so I, I felt quite, people were just like, I mean, just jumping in just the amount of free online, everything. I was like, wow. Um, so it took me, did you feel pressure? Oh yeah. Well, I felt I felt pressure and I also felt like that we were saturated with it that I didn't really feel like I needed to do it. Right. Do you know what I mean? I was yeah. like, well, you could take class from like your superstar 
You could take classes from anyone in the world right now that you have dreamed of taking class with for free. So you know what I mean? Like I just felt like there was so much that you could do that it almost was too, it was too much for my brain. Yeah. Um, And also thinking, so trying to relate, well, would the kids still want to do a class with me if they can take from, you know, I I can't even think Twitch or somebody in LA that, you know, is doing a free hip hop class today, like those kinds of things. But I then came to realize just how much um, it's more about the connection, even if it's through virtual, the kids just need, not even just kids, right? All of us. If it's a gym, like Kate Franklin was saying, if it's a gym that you've poured your money into you, you want to see that coach on the other side, right? Or you want to see your person giving you your corrections or your thing. So once I could wrap my brain around that, I was like, oh, I can, I can totally see that need for, for kids and all of us to have that, not lose that connection with that person, even if it's frustrating and minimal, but to see that person in that person's voice, you know? So yeah, then I could get behind it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I totally resonate with that because I was looking at all the you know classes and oh, I'll take it, but I ended up just like taking Amber Funk Barton's class. Yeah, because it's like it was somebody I know, and she knows me, and so whatever familiarity you can totally glean, you know, it's it's important. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's back up my question pre pandemic. What did your life look like? Like you are your school. How many kids are in your school? How many students do you have? Uh, about 257. Wow. And how many classes a week do you teach? Kids. Uh, Um, (laughs) She doesn't even know. Let's say 30 plus. 30 plus. Classes. Classes? A week. Yeah. A week. Yeah. My brain just, I just had a math problem in my brain. She must mean hours. No, she doesn't mean hours. She means classes. Okay. I'm exhausted. (laughs) Okay. So can you give me a picture? What did your life look like before this, this happened? And I might also uh, just point out that you are pregnant. You are about to have your first child. I am expecting at the end of June. Yeah. I'm, I, Went to 32 weeks on Friday. <laughs> um, <laughs> how did it look? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it's full. On. I mean, it was it was full on. I mean, especially because we um, we were preparing for competition. So this season is always the most intense. Um, so yeah, preparing kids. I mean, once we came back after spring break, ideally we're going straight into all of April was competition season. Um, so yeah, so I'm there. I mean, realistically, I, I really try to give myself at least one day off, but realistically I work 9am till 10 at night every day. Um, I mean, I do all the admin or different posting or, you know, Instagram stuff or whatever in the day. And then I teach three thirty to nine, nine thirty every night. Um, and then Saturdays, Saturdays were getting hard, um, being pregnant. I teach uh, about nine and a half hours straight on Saturdays. Um, Oh my God. So I just wanted to, if you don't know Kim, if you're listening to this and you don't know Kim Stevenson, clearly by now you're gleaning that, that Kim is superhuman 
fact, true. Um, true. I don't know anybody who works as hard as you do. I just Uh, like, it's, it is phenomenal. Um, and you're, and you're still like so full of energy and so like happy and enthusiastic. It's really, it's really amazing. It's such a gift to everybody who gets to work with you. Um, I've been lucky enough. Kim has danced in a number of my pieces. So I'm, I'm a lucky person. Um, very lucky myself. (laughs) Um, what was your favorite part? Like if you, like now I, you know, we're referring to that time before is the before time. What was your favorite part of the before time? Well, now that I look back, uh, one, like I'm in awe of how talented my students are, which when I was in it, uh, at time, like even take exact, the, the show we did, the competitive show, um, my critical brain was very high. Um, and now I look back at the video and I'm like, these kids are phenomenal. Like, like I'm losing my mind. So I think that I want to like that takeaway of just like how heavy that critical brain and like be better, better can be. Um, and I, I think I took my job so much for granted. Like I, I would do anything to be in a room with my kids, like, you know, just that energy and that feedback and like seeing them laugh, even if they're faking it at my jokes or like, I just, (laughs) I just miss like, yeah, I just miss their, them, like just seeing them. I mean, for kids, Zoom is to learn on Zoom is so difficult. Um, So I can see it's, it's just really not a practice that's good for kids to learn movement. Um, If the kids are already strong enough, I mean, they can do it and learn choreography, but I mean, kids right and lefts and like direction, like there's so many elements that they have to coordinate, you know, and if they, you, if they struggled already physically in a room with you, I mean, it's just, it's hard. Um, so I meant like, I just really, I'm trying to write it down. I don't want to take mostly them, my kid, like my students for granted, like having that that bubbling room and just like, wow, like just feeling that vibe. Um, I haven't felt that in a really long time. feels like, yeah, I feel like we're all, I mean, you know, people like us in the performing arts, but I feel like everybody's really realizing that the screen does not give you all the things that being in the room, I mean, being in a studio with other artists, I'm just like, that's what I'm also just like, Oh, aching because we're getting and receiving all this information, even if we're not touching, you're still like, you know, heartbeat sync up when we're like dancing together or acting together, like all this stuff as animals we're sharing and we don't have that. And we're trying, our brains are trying when we look at the screen and we see people moving, but it doesn't, uh, it doesn't compute. We can't feel. And uh, it's, it's hard and and it's exhausting, I think too. That's very exhausting. Yeah. And I think because you're trying to find that too, that, that you want the kind of sameness too. So you're fighting for that and it's just not, it's not going to happen. Um, and even now, like, even my, like I, you know, I scream, yes, like during music or like, I'm just so fired up. And now it's just like, (laughs) if I do that, the kids are like, you froze or like, um, (laughs) you know, so you, because you yelled, you cut out the whole music and I'm just like, oh, 
you know, it's just like, you can't even do your usual yelps or like excitement. You're just like, what? I'm like, like trying to do it. (laughs) I know I find it like zoom meetings and stuff. I'm like, so animated like over the top because I'm desperately trying to have a connection I was like oh I look like a cartoon character (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah yeah I think that just missing yeah I mean we know it's so easy to forget right when we get back but (sighs) yeah it's like yeah like let's hang on to these big lessons totally big the yeah what fills that emptiness Um, are there any, like, so now what does your life look like now? Like we had the, you know, insanely busy, super successful, very pretty Kim (laughs) Stevenson. And now, and now, so now my teaching loads way less. So, I mean, it's the happening. We're offering about five to six classes a day. Um, but I mean, we used to offer that times two, right? Like I would be teaching six hours and another faculty member would also be. So so I'm teaching about seven classes a week, which I don't know. Like if anyone out there is also Zooming, clap, like it feels like almost the same amount. It's so weird. Yeah. Like, and maybe again, I am pregnant. So that could be a lot of it too. But I find I teach three classes on Tuesday and I need like a recovery day. <laughs> it's a um, so I also feel the prep is greater on zoom. So it's almost like an hour prep per class for me just to make sure, you know, I have everything. Cause again, you don't actually know how the kids are doing until you finally do that. Like you come forward and see what they're learning. So you're, you want to make sure you have as much material as you can. Right. Right. Um, so I'm only zooming, I'm zooming three days a week teaching, but I feel like maybe now will be a bit less, but I feel like the administrative and the just never wanting there to be quiet from the happening is, is a lot. Mm-hmm. So whatever that looks like. So now, you know, like different little contests or um, Fridays, I do personal deliveries for our merch and like try to connect with our families. And um, yeah, I don't know. I find that aspect, you know, how are we doing fees? Like how, how like now deciding we're not going to do our big year and sh- like all these big decisions, um, how to communicate them well. Like, I just feel like all these things are, feel so weighted and I didn't necessarily know if I had the, the skills to work through a pandemic. As a <laughs> oh, really? You didn't, <laughs> didn't have owner. that on my list of skills, working no. for a pandemic. I know it didn't come up. It didn't. <laughs> didn't. Come up. It didn't. Um, yeah. So I feel like that just like, yeah, negotiating, like offering a, offering a service, but not the same service. So how do you charge for that? Like, holy smokes. Like, I feel like that the last week has really honestly kept me up at night. Um, but now it's like we've kind of made some decisions and and that feels good even just to be clear, right? Just to be right. clear. I think the vague during this time of like the do what you can is is not helpful because even if you can, you forget, you know? So yeah, that's I think more that mental load of just like, are we doing this well? Should we be like, should we be doing what so-and-so? Like so many studios are doing different things. Um, a lot of studios are doing their full, exactly same schedule, exact same wow. times. 
seven days, like they're doing exact load, right? So I feel that pressure. Should we be doing exactly that? Like, you know, weighing in with some parents, like, you know, that it also depends what your housing looks like at this time. Like we have a lot of people living in, you know, one bedroom apart, like with four people, right. Or two bedrooms. And, um, you imagine doing a contemporary class, seven thirty to nine thirty. you know, Thursday night, like that seems almost impossible to me now. Right. So, um, yeah. So I think that weight of just like, what are the Joneses doing? You know, like what, <laughs> what, what should I be doing? And is, is what I'm doing enough? Um, and, uh, and then because it's a service, how do we negotiate? How do we do fees at this time? And because we're not, yeah, we're not a Pilates studio where, you know, you're dealing with adults and maybe your clients with you, you know, there's probably everlasting clients in all service, you know, workout places or services provided. But for me, it's like, I've taught kids for eight years. Right. And I, yeah. I want them to stay connected during this time, whether they have the finances or not, right? But in the same breath, I also want there to be a happening at the end. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's hard. It's I find it really hard because I I want to be able to survive this, um, and I think we can. Um, but I just the longevity of it scares me a little bit. Of just the the length. Um, at first yeah. a couple months, I was like, Oh, this is, this is cool. Like I can do this, but, um, yeah, months, months add up a lot from the bank. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And I think like there is that, um, because there's so much content out there, I think that sometimes I know, you know, some people I know who are not in the arts and they're just like, oh, I just love, I'm loving all these, con- all this content, all these classes I can take all these. Oh, I'm looking at a live stream of this performance. And when I mention, or when I say, have you donated? They're kind of like, oh, oh, well. And then, you know, like that, maybe that's a good conversation to have and think about, you know, to think about what we're consuming, you know, if yeah. we can, because there's, you know, some, um, some of us have lost a lot of you know, employment, but there are people who are still working or, or can, and you know, it all, it makes a difference. It's, but it's a hard place to be, right? It's very hard. Yeah. And very hard to be the one asking for it, like, and trying to do it like with grace that I feel like many artists, um, different companies did during that, that first stint. And even I feel the email I got from Dan's house, like just extremely clear and generous, you know, like this is our situation. Um, and I think it, yeah, I think honestly as a society to lose, like if I think of losing certain things, yeah, even I don't have tons of income, but I'm like, man, I will donate my dance house ticket because I want there to be a dance house. <laughs> oh yeah. Dance house has changed my life. Like seriously, like companies I've seen, um, it changed what I wanted to, where, where I want to learn and train. Like, I don't, I don't, don't want dance house to not be there. Yeah. You know, or different companies that are trying to do certain workshops or this, it's just like, yeah, I, I don't know. Again, it's even if we're not in this time, it's, it's priorities, right? Like, I mean, thinking, yeah, I want to, whatever it is like for me, my Pilates right now, I mean, it's, that's, 
seems like life, you know, like Mm -hmm. what what is, what does it cost? Doesn't matter. Let's do it. (laughs) Um, Like I want to see, you know, I want to see Bevan and I want to do Pilates. So let's make this happen. You know, Um, just for, I'll put it in the show notes, but that's um, union Pilates, Bevan pool. She teaches (laughs) the best class. So I'll I'll put that in the show notes. Um, Definitely worthwhile. It is. Um, is there anything um is there anything that has surprised you that has been good or something like profound in terms of learning you've already mentioned the you know not taking your students for granted but there's anything that you maybe have learned about yourself that you have skills that you didn't know you had or you know um when we talked before we came on air you talked about the pause you know having having a break which you know I I've known you for quite a while and I've not known you to take breaks at all, even in rehearsal. And I'm like, okay, let's take a break. You know, Kim's still, it's like, no, sit down, Kim, please sit down. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's uh, the first month was, I felt uh, like just such a gift in terms of um, like my husband and I having time. Like he, I don't think we've had that kind of time since we met to, you know, I don't know, eat at seven or, you know, like those, those kinds of things. And I think expecting to the two of us, it's been neat to, you know, actually have mental capacity that this is happening. Um, you know, I even looked in the mirror the other day, I was like, are you really pregnant? Like, just be like, <laughs> is this really happening right now? Um, so I think that's been a gift to have that time, um, with him home. Um, you know, he calls this time usually recital Kim, which is not always the best version of Kim. Um, so I feel like that, like, it's just nice to kind of, yeah, have extra mental space, not only for myself, but for him. Um, and just to process our lives changing for sure at the end of June or July or whenever this baby comes. Um, so that's been a gift and a surprise. And I think also the, um, I think the generosity and grace of my happening community has also been such a surprise. I think I was, yeah, I think I didn't, I think I knew a few people were really behind us, but I think the volume of parents and families that are just so gracious at this time and checking in and, um, yeah, even just the check-ins are so valuable to me at this point. Um, and I think the kids just like, you know, I have some students that want to pen pal me. Um, they just miss, they just miss me so much. And I, I, I think that's a surprise. Like, I just, I don't really take the time to think of the magnitude or like, you know, I see these kids like six, seven days a week, some of them. Um, so to go from that to barely seeing me, Um, so that's been nice. I feel like such a support from my happening community of just like, you know, what do you need? What's happening? Like just really for me. So you anticipate the worst, right. And sometimes, so it's, um, yeah, I feel like that's been such a weight lifted of just people feeling like I have a, you know, a fan, a fan team behind me during this time. So that's helped for sure. Oh, that's, it's so, it's so wonderful and so affirming, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Again, I think people don't sometimes realize, I think it's, 
good sometimes when we lose things because then we understand what, how much it, what value it brings to our lives, right? Whether yeah. it's friendship or school or even I hear like my seven-year-olds tell me like I, like, I would do anything to be back at the happening, you know, like I would, I don't know if they'd ever take that pause or that time to really understand the, how much they love it or the value of something, you know, in their lives. So yeah, that's been, that's been a really neat surprise, even in the last week for me. Wow. Yeah. I've got an eight-year-old and I think these kids are, this is going to affect the rest of their lives and, and a real sense of appreciating and knowing like we didn't grow up. I didn't grow up. I grew up, you know, not knowing what it's like to have something, you know, like school or dance class taken away. Um, it, yeah, it really matters. Um, is there anything, um, because you, yeah, you do, you touch so many lives. Is there anything, any piece of advice or reminders that you find yourself giving or to anybody in your life, um, these days? Is there anything like that coming up or even to yourself? Right. I'm trying to, uh, really value, uh, Juan, my partner always says that time is the greatest currency. So I'm really trying to own, like, just really don't let this time pass by of the space, um, and get worked up about it. Like I, I mean, there's time for that and I want to feel what's happening. You know, there's a lot of grieving I feel like too, for myself during this time. Um, but also just, yeah, this beautiful time to just take these things in. Um, and yeah, honestly to rest, like I, I think I've pushed, I mean, even the last 10 years have been really intense, um, with the business and everything. And so, yeah, just to have a bit of pause and reflection and, um, it has been, I think great. So my own, just to myself is just to really Cause you know how we can, it's just so much unknown and I, I can get so wound up about the days and ooh, all the connotations that this can have on my life and my business. But at the same time, just to try to like, okay, like what's today? Like, like, what am I going to do today? Um, and, uh, you know, it doesn't help necessarily to look way in the future at this point when, you know, there's so many question marks that I don't, uh, nobody, I, I ask anyone on the street. I'm like, what do you think about like trying to get? <laughs> I know I keep ask, asking people like, like somebody's going to say, oh, it's going to be over on, uh, you know, July 22nd. Didn't you hear? <laughs> totally. I'm like, so what do you think this next year is going to, you know, like some random, um, I mean, everyone's talking about it, right? So it's easy to pop in these COVID conversations. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I think that like Kim, you're not going to know the answer to when this is done or those things. So, um, yeah, it's just don't waste this this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's so true. Hey, it's like you being in the moment is it's kind of it's all we can do really because we can't we can't plan. I'm I'm a total like I love to plan, and I had to put my like agenda away because well I can't is that's useless what am I gonna do <laughs> totally and I plan like I mean been like when could I I could do like we could do a big party barbecue like when like even it just sometimes it helps me not even to like put in action but just to like 
okay, like what, where would we have it? Like, it just helps me feel excited about something. Like if we had, a bar- what would that look like? We could have a fun barbecue to close the season off, you know? Yeah. Um, like, and not get into the, oh, the dates and that, you know, but just think, oh, that could be fun. And it helps me, gives me some lift for the day of just thinking, you know, different things or, um, yeah, even like my mom coming out, having the baby or a baby shower or all these things, you know, it's just like, you know, and if they, I'm trying to wrap my, you know, if they don't happen, it's, it's going to be okay. Um, but to also, you know, some, it's just still nice to maybe have hope. Absolutely. I feel like that's like, I feel like you said like, that was like, that's a really good strategy. I feel like it's really healthy maybe to, to think about like, oh, this is, I can do, I will do this. Maybe we don't know when. Right. But to allow yourself to imagine these things. Cause I think, I think it can be kind of um, detrimental to just like cut off all that energy that hope can kind of stimulate, right? Totally. Yeah. It gets me excited, you know, even if it's for whatever, 15 minutes and I'm like, well, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know when, maybe, I don't know. You can even think like, oh, it could be in the fall. Like we could have this like opener, you know, it helps me just to get excited to plan an event or get people gathered together, you know, or even just to, I'm sure lots of people are finding this of just like kind of an abrupt ending, right. Of a season or a, something you planned all year. Like it's just, it just kind of was switched yeah. overnight, right. To plan like all the platforms are different and now we're doing it this way. And you know, there's no closure. I find like, I think, you know, even grade 12 students, right. Like um, I, I hear people are trying to, you know, do something. So there's some kind of like, you know, bookend, like I think Absolutely. Some, people, some grads are going to dress in their outfits and um, do it all on Zoom or, you know, honestly, that sounds not like a great time, but trying to do something, right, to to kind of finish it off for people and, and feel like they, I don't know, there was an ending. I think it's to, to celebrate those moments in, in any way we can really. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I mean, we're so, you know, ritual is so important and all of our, most of our rituals, I think, you know, are, you know, going to the theater or being together with friends to celebrate things. Those are completely different now. So finding how, you know, how can we do it Yeah, in this weird, weird way? Man, I'm, I mean, I'm an introvert, extrovert kind of mix, but I'm really this week missing like being in in a group of people, like going for a nice dinner, like just being together, um, not elbowing or not, you know, like just like close quarter, like, man, I was really missing that yesterday. I think just being around some, some people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We went. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm interviewing you. We don't need to hear me. <laughs> no, but people like even the stop by, right? Like people stop by and it's beautiful and it's nice, but you know, it's, you see people, they're out in there, you know, on the sidewalk and just kind of exchanging goodies or what, I mean, it's beautiful, but it's still like, I just want to embrace and 
you know, have a cozy environment instead of standing awkwardly. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just, you just said, yeah. Standing awkwardly. It's true. Oh. It's like we're in this like weird, like all of a sudden we're in our like weird high school bodies and we don't know how to be close to other people and it feels terrible, but we desperately want to be together because we're, we're teenagers and we're hormonal, but for some, but we can't because it's, yeah, I got to go to chem class or whatever. I don't know when you said that, I just thought, oh my God, it's true. It's that it's feeling because we feel drawn together, but we can't. Yeah. When even when I find like somebody saying like, oh, can we drop off goodies today? I find myself like, like conflicted because part of me, I'm like, of course I want your goodies. I can't (laughs) wait for your cookies. But that, that exchange that has to go on to get the cookies <laughs> is hard. It's really hard. And sometimes I'm like, oh, just, I don't know. I don't know. I find that part is very difficult to agree to. Oh. Because how, you know, the standing there and uh, it's just, it's, yeah, it's not for me. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Are you doing anything? Are you teaching? When you teach, are you in your studio teaching? Oh, that's so good. So you, you were able to be in a dance studio. Yeah. So I'm in there mostly to, to check on it, right. To be right. there. Yeah. Um, we've had kind of a weird scare of a break in during this time. Mm. Like it's, a, it's a weird time that way too, right. For businesses. Um, because you know, nobody's at any of them. So, so I feel like even just that for security, it's good to, that I'm there a few days a week mm. just to check on it. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's nice. I tried one day this week out of my home to teach, and it wasn't so bad. But um, I think going to the studio is the best. It's, yeah, yeah. It feels it's, like it's probably good for your mental health too. Yeah, it's nice to feel like I'm going somewhere. I've got a totally. I've got a pur- I've got a purpose to to go and get somewhere to a uh, destination. So yeah. I'm doing everything out of my, I'm, I'm in my office right now, which is my closet office in my bedroom or the studio, bedroom studio. And, and just like getting dressed or like going into the kitchen and like do, like I have to like make all these like weird little weird like rituals in order to arrive at work. Right. And so, yeah. You've got some great equipment though. Did you have that before? I did. I had the um, podcast mic. Right. Because I've been doing this. I'm so glad I have a podcast because the creative energy, at least I can, I can, I don't put something out. I can put something out in the world. Totally. Um, well, and I'm, you know, I'm married to a musician. So you are, screen, that's right. You know, headphones. They're really just because I think it looks better. You know, it looks more pod, podcasting. <laughs> but that's the other thing is like figuring out all the technology needed, right? To make these Zoom classes great. So even on that element, yeah, it's just all a little overwhelming. It's overwhelming. Yeah. We spend so many years training to do the things we do. And then it's like, okay, you have to do what you do, but now you have to learn all this technology in order to do it. It's hard. Right. Yeah, you need a mic and you need, yeah, I don't know. So again, just trying to even this week be like, okay, what's somebody uh, let me a, a big screen so I can see the kids bigger. So I think that's going to help. Yeah. But even just, um, 
yeah, trying to navigate this of what's the best to get the best uh, results out of all the small glitches that happen, right? Yeah. We're going to end up with all these new skills that we never, we never knew we would need. Is there anything, do you have any like other, you know, tips um, to just like for our listeners, um, maybe about like staying in your body or coping, not going crazy? Is there something that you're like, you know, loving watching or eating or, you know, anything that's working for you? Mm. Well, Haagen-Dazs ice cream bars have really helped. (laughs) Um, What else in my body? Well, seeing Pilates has helped definitely. And also um, I was so gifted or gifted. That's probably not. I was so uh, lucky and honored to be able to take some equipment home. Oh, from wonderful. the Pilates studio. Um, so for me, that's been so fantastic because I am motivated. I'm a motivated human, but I need someone. I think we were, again, talking about this earlier. Um, I need someone on the other end that yeah. is waiting, that knows Kim's supposed to show up. Absolutely. Um, so that's been, that's been helpful. Um I have on my list to do Gaga for dancers slash people because they're also offering amazing classes, but uh, I haven't quite checked it off the list yet, but it is on the list. Um, but I think my same, I guess I'm watching a bit more. I'm watching the OA, which I love. Um, and that was moving because they're, they do a movement. Have you watched it? I, I watched like the first couple episodes and I, it's on my list to get back to. I'm, I'm in like full I have pure comedy. I, I can right. only watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine and The Office, but I'm OA is on my list. Right. They do like a movement score that, um, that they kind of meld together to basically create good. Well, I won't go tell you what they do with it, but the movement score in itself it's just very inspiring. So that's been, and I, you know, you go down rabbit holes of who choreographed it. And, um, so I found, I'm finding that show quite inspiring or in that aspect, but, um, yeah, way more space. I mean, cooking I've always loved in the last year or so, just something that can be very present, um, doing. So that's, that's been helpful. Um, I think that's, that's about it. Like, I think I'm, yeah, sitting to standing transition right now. <laughs> it takes some some effort. I think I'm just adjusting to you to how much my body is changing. Um, I feel like in this time, I'm yeah, I'm just my mobility. I'm just a less, uh, yeah, less agile and quick. And, and stuff. Because so you're even, growing a human being. I am growing a human. It takes a lot of energy. So even when it was nice, I'm like, oh, I love walks and, you know, but now, right now where my body's at, I'm not, I'm not so into the walking. It's not great. So, um, yeah, I think honestly, I feel as busy, like I feel as many things I still need to do every day to, to keep, the happening to look like we're not just to look, but we are present and we're, we're trying to be connected. Right. Um, and questions that come up and, you know, all those kind of things. But, um, yeah, I feel like cooking and 
like connecting with people as much as I can more so on the phone, um, has been great. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'm answering your question, but yeah, I think you totally um, are. Those those were good, especially the Hagen dazs <laughs> ice cream bars. I feel like that's that's gonna be key. Ice cream um, bars and hummus. Oh no, hum. Yeah, definitely a lot of hummus is getting me through. Yeah. Um, snacks. Yeah. Snacks. Oh man. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so weird. It's all around feels weird timing. Yeah. Of, of uh, creating a human and during this time and. Yeah. Navigating a new a new business model, it feels like. So you're dealing with a lot of new. A, a lot, lot of, of new. new. A lot of new. And you're doing it so just like from the outside, it's you're you're still super inspiring and beautiful. And thank you so much for talking to us. Um yeah, this has been great. And I will put as many of those links um as I can. I'll just make Gaga, I'll put that on there. Um in our in our show notes and I'll put Kim's very impressive bio. Thank you so much. Thank you. So kind. And that's it. Thank you so much for listening and I want to shout out to our donors. You know who you are. Thank you so much. It so helps us. If you feel like making a donation, you can go to terashian.com upper right-hand corner and click donate. I'll put the link in the show notes. It really does help keep us on the air. I'd also like to thank Kim Stevenson for taking the time to chat with me today. You are a light in my life. You can get in touch with us on Instagram, Tara Cheyenne TCP, Facebook, Tara Cheyenne Performance. Email me, info at tarashayan.com. This podcast is produced by Mark Stewart Music with original music by the same Mark Stewart. Talking Shit with Tara Cheyenne is a production of Tara Cheyenne Performance. Be well, stay safe, and stay connected in whatever way is working for you. Be well. This podcast is effing good.